Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul. Today is December 21st. The time is about 11.30 p.m. Radio Noon PC has been conducting Zoom or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, you have to show your face to us and you have to let us know that you're a newcomer to our team. Uh, please let us know that you're a newcomer or if you have never asked the question in the Zoom, please let us know. You have to show your face also when you are a newcomer. Sunny? Hey, hi, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, Sunny. Go ahead. Okay. So, Rahul, the situation is <clears throat> I got an offer from a company and company has filed an H-1B transfer. And mm-hmm. it's been 90 days now. Uh, the original approval notice has not been received from USCIS. And... Uh, uh, the USCIS has provided the courtesy fax copy to my attorney, which they have shared with me. So you mean say the H one B you're speaking about, is it right? Yes, H one B. Oh yeah. yeah, if you got a new offer, you can take that courtesy copy and move on to a different company. Okay, so my question is based on that. Actually, my spouse visa is I have to file her H four and EAD along with that in May 2022. Currently, she is on F one OPT, <clears throat> which is ending in May. So can I use the courtesy copy to file her H4 if I have if I have not received the original copy till that time? Can I use that document, courtesy copy, to file H4 along with the EAD? And the second question Absolutely is... Absolutely, you can. The only problem that I have with it is that if you are moving out of this company, though, mm-hmm. you may want to file a H4 and EAD again. The reason is that if this company withdraws the H1B, and mm-hmm. then they'll look into it. This guy is working for Pepsi. Pepsi withdraw the H1B. I'm going to deny the H4. Okay. Okay. So I want, if you're moving to another company, file it right now, but file one more application later on, just as a precaution. Okay. 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 So, oh, so I can do that. And, and the next question is, if by any chance I have to leave the country, and because my visa is new now, so I have to go to the consulate to get my visa stamp. Can I use the same courtesy copy there as well, or I need to have the original one? Uh, the courtesy copy we are noticing is working very good. Previous okay. to 2010, we used to have some difficulties, but as of now, we didn't have any difficulties. Okay. So it is as good as the original. I can use it for H4 mm-hmm. as well as for my stamp visa as well. That is right. That is right. Okay, and, and, and it's, been 90, it's been 90 days. Uh, there, the, if you're going to file an I, I-824, it's going to take two years. 
Next person, please. Pooja? Hello, Rahul. Uh, my question is about B1, B2 visa. Um, my brother-in-law and sister, they had a B2 visa, visitor visa before, and it expired in March 2020. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think they are eligible for Dropbox because that Dropbox eligibility has been increased from 12 months to 48. Um, my question is, they have a newborn baby uh, who is also independently eligible for Dropbox, but uh, provided the parents have visa. So I'm not sure how they can approach it. Can all three of them go for Dropbox together? Absolutely. Absolutely, they can. Okay. All three of them can go together. Okay. And uh, if their previous visa has been approved in Mumbai location, they can still go for Dropbox in any other location in India? Yes, they can. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Hi. Harit? Yes. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so I'm on H1B and my current visa is stamped till um, December 31st, 2021. Back in July, I applied for extension, both for myself and my wife, in premium. For the H1 extension, um, I got the approval within 15 days. And then we had to go to India in August for some family reason. While we were in India, her H4 was approved. Is that still valid or do we have to refile it? We are back in the States now. She got... She While she is in India, it is extended. So we had filed for it while we were here. I, I, I know, I know. So you got the H1 approval with the I-94. What is your I-94 expires? When does your I-94 So my I-94, the new I-94 actually starts on uh, January 1st, 2022 for both of us. The 797. But and this the, is an extension of your H1B. Correct. This was an extension. When is your I-94 expiring right now? When, when you went to India, you came back, is it right? So, yeah. So that's actually another question, another scenario. So when we came back at the port of entry, I presented my new 797 that starts January 1st and valid till 2024. The CBP gave me I-94 till uh, 2023, just two years. But me being smarty pants, I just sent them an email, said, can you match it with my 797 and give it for three years instead? CBP called me back and they said, I came back on an active petition only valid till December 31st, 2021. So they changed my I-94 till December 31st, 2021. Okay, that's like 10 days. Yeah, that's like 10 days. But here's the other question. My new 797 that was approved back in July with an I-94 attached for both of us, for me and my wife, starts, in, uh, starts on January 1st. 2022 are we good to stay because it's it's no you're not good to stay you're not good to stay they should have given the i-94 extension until your h1b expires though there's no reason for them to give until december 31st of 2021 that's a mistake they did now the problem is both of you guys are expiring on december 31st of 2022 but you have two i went to laredo texas like last week i went to laredo texas to update it but they did not update it they, they said i have an 797 that has the I-94 attached. Did you drove or did you fly? I, I drove. Yeah, that they're not doing it there. If you drive, they're not doing it. So right now, you need to file a H-1B extension. But my extension was filed in uh, July. You told me that, I know. But your I-94, see, let's imagine that. Your parents have a 10-year multiple entry visa, is it right? Right. They come here, how long can they stay? Six months at least. Okay, so 
that's the i-94 the current i-94 is the one that is going to authorize you to stay in this country not the previous once you leave the country your i-94 doesn't work it is the not 797 it is the i-9 it is i-94 that will determine right now if you don't file the extension by december 31st of 2021 you'll be in trouble the other way is you should you can fly to mexico and come back both of you guys right but the new 797 starts on january 1st so shouldn't that take effect on january 1st 2022 no, they should not though they did a mistake in giving you until december 31st so in this case if you don't want to fly take a risk you you should file an extension but not doing anything is very dangerous for you okay since Can you already I... tried Laredo, which actually if you drive it, they're not doing it. If you fly, they're yeah. doing it. That will be one of the topics for us. Uh, we're we going to discuss today. But right now, if you don't want to go to Mexico, file an extension before the December 31st. And if you don't, you'll be considered to be undocumentally present in this country. But what about H4? Because do both for both the people. But after it's approved, can you file for extension again? What do you mean approved after I mean, your H? What is approved? I mean, because the H one is H one extension that starts January first is already approved, so we have no, sir. The H one is different. I ninety four is different. Would you get it? Let's right. say, for example, you're working for Tata Consultancy Company. You got the H one B approval, and they come here on a B two. Can they work? Mm -hmm. No, no, because I ninety four is not there. Okay. Okay. So you need to extend it right now. Extend it for both the people. Next person, please. Thank you. Sri Lanka. Uh, hello. Uh, hello, Rahul. Uh, I am currently on my STEM OPT uh, EAD. So I have a question that will I be able to work to uh, two employers at the same time? And uh, can I work for more than 40, employ uh, 40 hours per week for both the employers? You can. Um, the only thing is that you have to inform the DSO about this and both have to fill the 983 form. Okay, so if I be, uh, so the, coming to my second question, uh, is it like, do I work, if I'm working like more than 40 hours for both employers, will my EAD uh, finish uh, sooner? Is there? No, is it will not. It will not. Okay. You can work, I mean, working 80, year, 80 hours, is that's good, ma'am. We like you. Now, it doesn't cut your time, ma'am. It's not based on the time. It's based on the number of months, number of days that you're working on STEM extension, not number of hours that you're working on. Okay. So I have to just apply, uh, I mean, update to the DSO with the training plan for both. Right. Right. Okay. But there's another question. If you're working for a consulting company, if you have two clients though, then practically you don't have to inform any, any you don't have to file a new 983. It's only if you're working for Pepsi and Coca-Cola, you're getting paychecks from both the companies, mm -hmm. then you need to file the 983. But if you're working for a consulting Deloitte, but you have two clients, one is Pepsi and one is Coca-Cola, then you don't have to worry about doing anything. Okay, sir. Okay. Go ahead. Next yeah. person, please. Amit. Uh, hey, Rahul, good morning. Uh, mm -hmm. Actually, this question is regarding my sister. Uh, she uh, was in H4 uh, on her husband's H1 uh, mm -hmm. and their uh, priority date was current. So they filed uh, I-485, I-131 and I-765 on July. Mm -hmm. uh, they mm -hmm. did their biometric on September. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. in October 23, uh, her husband passed away. 
uh, and uh, then we were in a process of you know uh, um, uh, continuing like asking green card for my sister on 204l mm-hmm. uh, but we received uh, what you say i their i485 approval on december 17th before intimating the usa that her husband passed away then what is then uh, what's her green card status right now is that green card valid or what do we have to do next and like will we get like a, a ead card because her uh, i765 and uh, 130 this it still shows pending like processing like fingerprint taken that's the status it shows on uh, uh, on this case i would recommend it to consult a lawyer and normally the employment based lawyers like us are not very mm-hmm. good i only did one or two cases in my life in this Mm-hmm. the family based lawyers are very good in this one though especially the spanish lawyers are very good mm-hmm. in this okay okay so but you're telling that the the case is still pending is right uh, i uh, her e, like i765 and i130 that shows pending but uh, i485 it's uh, it says approved and card is and card is yeah, i would not i would not definitely have a travel on the green card up green card though but try to pursue this uh, other method that you have mm-hmm. um i would not rely on the green card that she got okay okay because later on it will become a problem at the time of citizenship it's a big problem i noticed some of the people ignored it when they got the green card but when they got the citizenship it's clearly asked when show all the marriages and mm-hmm. when was your husband when are you divorced or widowed when did you got widowed that's a big question mm-hmm. that pops up so definitely take care of it don't rely on the green card proceed as it is assuming that she didn't have the green card okay 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 so uh, we we can uh, we can uh, ask like uh, uh, this is a section called 204l uh, that's a uh, uh, death of primary petitioner so under that mm-hmm. we can ask uh, all those things like do yes, you know, consider right. this green card that's right i would recommend to consult a family based immigration lawyer okay Okay. 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 Thank not, you. Not not our office. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Next person, please. No. Manoj. Hey Rahul. Ah, uh, thanks for all advice. So my question is like, um, my priority date is December thirteen. We got EAD and AP card, and uh, around like one and a half month back, our date was current. so i am asking like if my son goes to the start like using the ead is oh, wait, it wait, wait, will wait, be wait 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 sorry yeah, when your priority date was current was your i140 approved yes he was under 21 at the time yes he is 18 just like a 18 plus is 18 i140 is approved and the priority date and and all these things happened i140 approved when the before the priority date got final action date become current i140 was approved correct yes both of them were approved and priority date final action date was correct correct well then your son's age is locked and suppose like he will switch to ead in place of h4 is there any like a problem or challenges in future i don't see I don't see anything. Then, if I were uh, you, I would have my child use the EAD. There may be some. I mean, if you want to switch to EB two, 
there may be some problems, but I will ignore them. I will move if I were you, I would. There are some slight issues there, but there are like 99.9 times there is more advantages using the EAD rather than not using the EAD. Okay. And uh, we like my company is like a, doing the H4 for also, maybe like they will file in a few days. Should I use the H4 or like, a, I, like I'm not going anywhere. I will keep like using H4 until he's doing job. I should not use EAD. You can use the EAD. I mean, I, I don't see a reason why they're filing an H4 extension. And I just, uh, like I have asked, I was like, not sure like uh, it is a good option. So they said, okay, uh, if you want, I can file. There is no problem. I personally, when I was an H4, I let my H4 expire. I was an EAD. So EAD is a better option as you are. Uh, I did not say anything. I said what I do. Next person, please. Thank you. There are some out of every thousand or a million, there is always one person will be a problem. Going on the road is safe. Yeah, but what if somebody meets an accident and die and then, hey, Rahul, you said it's safe. No, I didn't say it's safe. I go on the road. <laughs> Next person, please. Yeah, Rahul, uh, my priority date is uh, 2011, June 28th. And we filed uh, everything last year in October 20. Uh, so my case is still pending. Not even, I, I didn't even get my EID or AP. So I'm thinking of refiling or uh, or uh, or interfile. What would you suggest? You need to watch the video that I made on it. I tried to look into, uh, look onto this uh, uh, Rahul, but I didn't find it. Can you send me a link for that? Or can I send email to you or someone uh, for other questions like charges, documents needed for this one? Um, yeah, if you want us to represent you, but your company allows outside lawyers, first you need to check with them. Uh, for, re for, refiling? for refiling? For refiling, yeah. Um, but for interfiling, or interfiling, you don't need us though, okay? You definitely. Whether you should interfile or re refile, there is an 11-minute video. I want you to watch that. Okay. First I'll watch and I'll come back to you. Yeah. Watch it and you make a decision. And okay. if you are interested in refiling, then I want you, you can drop an email at info at rnlawgroup.com. Mm -hmm. um, but before you drop an email though, it's better to inquire whether your company, which company you work for? A software. Well, that's our own companies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So uh, yeah, check with the company if they're okay with refiling. I think so they will be. Yeah. Uh, but check with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but whether or not you should refile, it's not an easy decision though. And it's not a decision where I can tell that I myself have gone on EAD, I myself drive in the car. It's not that easy answer to that. There is a little bit more complex. I want you to watch it. But are you maintaining the non-immigrant visa status right now? Yes, I'm still on it. Then H1. you will be eligible for refiling. Next person, please. Thank you. Hey, you, can come to the, you can come to the uh, Thursday's conference call where you get your turn every time. You get the emails of the Thursday conference call? No, I don't get it. Uh, what is your email address? It's rachuri.sap at gmail. I'm sorry, what? rachuri.sap at gmail.com. There's a different conference call. We don't have to be waiting in line and you don't get a turn and all those things. Uh, unfortunately, there is no conference call this Thursday we're closed. But every Thursday we do have uh, 
a conference call. You can attend at any time to ask any questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, Shabab here. Um, uh, I have my I-140 approved uh, this May. Um, and my priority date is somewhere around August last year. Um, I got my wife's H4 EAD uh, uh, last, last month. Uh, and um, my H1 is about to, the six year limit is about to expire in April next month, next year. Uh, so my extension is in process and uh, premium filing and it might get a decision probably before the year ends. So my question is um, like how, uh, how safe it is uh, in case I decide to change my job in future, uh, how much uh, impact would it have on my visa status? Um, you know, in terms of my I-140 is approved, my wife is- When was your I-140 approved, you said? Uh, May, uh, May, May of this year. That's more than six months ago. Yeah. No impact. I-140 belongs to you right now, Sarab. Right. But uh, in terms of my H4, my wife's H4 EAD, she got the EAD because our uh, six-year limit was expiring in April. Um, when When is our EAD expiring? In April itself, because that's the, that's the limit we have. And now extension is going on. Yes. When she files extension, she can file for the EAD. Irrespective of whether you change the job, irrespective of whether your old company withdraws I-140, your wife is eligible for EAD. So let's say, uh, let's say that my, uh, I get my extension for the next three years uh, till 2023 or 2024. And my, I was told by my lawyers that my wife is eligible for an automatic revalidation. So if she goes outside uh, US and come back and her H4 EAD application is in pending status, she can automatically get extension for 180 days. Um, so having all that in place, if I change my job, uh, how would the extension uh, petition in be? Wait, wait, so when is your H1B expiring now? Uh, in April, uh, H1, H4 and EAD, all of are expiring in April next year. So you change the job to a different job. How is she going uh -huh. to go to Mexico and come, uh, come back? I didn't understand the question though. No, I'm planning to change my job after the, uh, the April timeframe, not now. Uh, by the time my extension is already uh, approved, my H1 extension. So, is with the approved. current company, you are going uh -huh. to extend the H1B, H4, and EAD right now. Yes. And yes. then, after your H1B is extended, you can, she can fly, you both guys fly to Mexico and come back. Yeah. And then her, e, her H4 will be extended, hopefully so, not guaranteed, okay. until your H1B expires. And then she'll be eligible for the 180 days after the EAD expires. That's that's what we hope, yeah. But yeah. after that, how safe it is to change the job and then... Oh, you can uh, change. So your H1B will be extended until 2024. Our H4 will be extended until 2024. Even though you change the job, she can continue working until 2024. But automatically she got EAD extended till 180 days, right? So right. then how how is she going to work till 2024 in the EAD? Absolutely, you're going to file an extension. Okay, and that extension has to be with the new company, correct? That is right. Okay. Remember, uh, and, H4 mm -hmm. is not with the new company. H4 is with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the, the other follow-up question, I'll be quick, is uh, uh, changing jobs. I, I've been reading some posts where it says it impacts on your I-140 because you have to again file re labor and all that has to be done again. So I was under the that is, that, H that is not exactly, 
that is true in, in some cases though where okay. the priority date is 2014 15 16 somewhere around that your priority date is 2020 so you don't have to worry right now the bill that's supposed to be passed is dead so there is nothing happening there so that's only applicable if the priority date is become, going to become current. If the things go as it is, as the things are going on right now without any change, your priority date is not going to be current in your lifetime. So you don't have to worry about filing a labor in I-140 again. Okay? Okay. okay. Hopefully things change. Next person, please. Amish Kilari. Hi, uh, Rahul. So my question was, uh, I have been on H4EAD on my husband's H1, which has expired. Now a non-profit organization has applied uh, for my H1B. I was on J1 in the past and uh, complied with the two-year home rule. Now the USCIS has approved my H1B, but they did not grant a change of status. Why? Said that I can't, I won't be able to change the status within the country <coughs> one from any other status because of my J1. And I'm not sure if I can appeal that. That's a wrong decision. Um, the, they are confused. They didn't know that you met the two years residency requirement. Okay. That's where they are confused about. Did you document at the time when you filed for the H1 that the, you met the two years home residency requirement? Yes, I gave them everything uh, regard, uh, with regards to that. My stamps in the passports and everything was given to me. You can appeal the decision, but here is my problem with you. If you appeal the decision, it's going to take a long time for you to get it. Appeal mm -hmm. the decision, file a fresh H-1B. Uh, do you recommend to file a fresh H-1B? Yeah. Okay. Appeal the decision so that there's a pressure on the USCI saying that they did a mistake. Okay. And then file another H-1B for change of status. Sounds good. Or the other option is you can go for stamping, but I would rather actually refile a H-1B application rather than going for stamping. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you so much. They definitely did a mistake. Otherwise, you couldn't. You should not have got the H-4 visa at all if you have not met the two-year home residency requirement. That's right. Next person, please. Okay. Ponaya Rama? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Yeah, thanks for taking your call. Um, uh, this is uh, regarding my uh, daughter's status. Uh, my daughter was in H4 uh, till uh, November 17, 2021. Uh, she was in H4. And then at the same time, uh, so we applied for change of status from H4 to F1. We applied it mm -hmm. in January. Mm -hmm. And so far, no status update on her F1 also. So now she is aged out and her F1 application is still pending. Can she allow, uh, can she continue her uh, the college education uh, even though her F1 is still pending and uh, her aging out? Absolutely, she can. Okay, okay. And uh, I, <clears throat> another question is like, uh, um, so, um, um, she was supposed to uh, get graduated in December. So her college uh, didn't renew her uh, the I-20 uh, I-20 application because they used to provide every every quarter. They uh, they said uh, since you are going to uh, graduate, but after that uh, she added. Uh, Another minor course got extended for another six more months. So we are okay, negotiating good. with uh, yeah, we are negotiating with the college uh, college to reactivate uh, the I twenty if it is not uh, suppose in case if they cancelled or if they if they mm -hmm. didn't uh, renovate. Um, mm -hmm. So can they reactivate in case if they cancel it uh, because she she was about to get graduated in uh, December? Can they reactivate uh, if I, they cancel it? 
I need you need to check with the DSO on it. Okay. Okay. So uh, okay. So th that's what they said. Uh, they they're going to check with the DSO, and uh, if possible, they will reactivate it. Otherwise, worst case scenario. So if they give the new I twenty. Can I uh, can I upload the new I twenty to my existing F one application, or I have to start one more time, uh, start oh, freshly? Oh no, that's going to that's if if they if you if they give a new I twenty, I want you to consult a lawyer though. Oh, okay. If they extend it, that's fine, no problem with it. If okay. they give a new I twenty, consult a lawyer. It's going to be complicated. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Okay, but, but uh, do you do you have any um, uh, idea that uh, they can uh, re uh, reinstate or uh, the uh, the they cancel can extend it. They can extend it. The they can, can extend, extend it. it. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Ramanjaneya. Hey, hi, hi Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, actually, I have a question. So my wife, she is an H four. We applied for H four to F one conversion, and she recently got an RFE uh, saying that. Uh, uh i mean they are they are asking residents in abroad and uh, you know, my main question is why are you guys going for f1 though from h4 i don't understand it because you have a ead option i don't uh, understand f1 at all no no still my i140 is not uh, filed yet so work on is... that rather than spending all this money on f1 yeah Yeah, you have to show the home residency requirement and other things on F one. Um, yeah. If the RFE comes in, it better be answered by a lawyer rather than by yourself, unless you yeah. want to drop the F one out. Yeah, for example, if I want to go for a lawyer, so if I want to hire hire any lawyer from you guys, so what is the process? Um, I would recommend another law firm for you rather than us. We're a little bit more costlier for a simple task like this. I will right. recommend another lawyer for you. Okay. Sure. And I'm going to send you the link for the to everybody so you can watch it in the chat. Sure, sure. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Yeah. But I still I don't understand the F1 visa. I just don't understand why you need it instead of working on this F1 doing all those things. If you work on the I140, she gets a free EAD. I don't understand it. But anyway, you know our purpose is to make the money, and we should make the money. I guess next person, please. Nathan Agarwal. I'll take one more caller after this, guys. Hey, hey, Rahul, how are you? Good. Um, uh, Rahul, my situation is this: that I recently got an interview call for my 485. It's on mm -hmm. uh, January 18th. Uh, Rahul, mm -hmm. you remember I, I, you and Sudeep did a call for the community a couple of months ago. I'm the same guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Sure. So. Sure. Um, Uh, Rahul, I uh, you know got a call for, uh, but at the same time, I'm actually in the process of switching jobs right now. I work in banking. I'm moving from one big bank to another big bank. Mm -hmm. uh, my timelines are getting a little bit tricky here, and I just wanted to check with you. The new bank, the new employer, has agreed to give me 485J, right? But oh, you're attorney, not working for that company right now. No, not right now. I was going to change my jobs. I already have EAD and everything. When do you intend to change the jobs? So that is my question for you. I mean, I have already signed the offer. Everything is good. I'm already waiting for my dates. Dates. Dates is that they haven't given me a start date yet, but my interview is on January 18th. You but can you can you hold on the offer until January 18th? 
I can, but then people are telling me if I join after, then a time of neut- uh, naturalization will be a problem because I would no, not be No, absolutely working. not a problem at naturalization. Whoever okay. told you is completely wrong, though. So if you move the job, okay, mm-hmm. after you get the after you get the green card, you can flip a burger in the McDonald's. You can be a lawyer like me. You can be a Microsoft CEO, or you can just sit down and do nothing and no problems whatsoever at all for the citizenship. Whoever told you is wrong. I don't know where the things are circulating. They're saying that 180 days you have to work for the company that that you have been working at the time when you got the green card is wrong. Look at this. You can change the job even before you get the green card. However, before you get the green card, if you change the job, it has to be in the same profession. Yes. Once you get the green card, you can be anything you want to do. Flip a burger in McDonald's or Microsoft CEO or sit at home and do nothing. No problems with it. The context, the, the mm-hmm. purpose of the green card is there is a job offer for you. You intend to join. Yes, mm-hmm. you did. But what happens if you change your intention? How many times you make your new, new resolution? How many times you broke it? At least I can guarantee you broke 100 of your new resolutions. And me, 1,000, okay? <laughs> me, 1,000. So, yeah, it happens. It happens. And nothing, no problem with it. But, but Raul, now that I've told them that I have to, uh, you know, start with a new employer before January 18th, if who I told, start... Whom did you tell? Whom did you tell? I, I've, I've told the HR, the new hiring manager, and they're oh, yeah, but you didn't it. tell... There is no office. You didn't tell the USCIS. No, not yet. No. Yeah. So just like the New Year resolution, you told all the things. There is nothing there. Okay. So you, okay. So even if I change before, is it a problem or no? If it's changed before, though, at mm. the time when you go, you have to take the 485J supplement. Yeah, that I will. But that's it, right? That's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. That's all right. I'm, I'll, I'll then, set, I'll set if that. you stick with the same mm. company... That's fine. Mm-hmm. If you change, you have to take the 485J supplement. Timeline is no problem. One week before, two weeks before, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Even on the one day before, you still have to take the 485J supplement. Perfect. Because what they're asking question, are you employed with this company? You mm-hmm. can't say yes. You say no, then you'd say you have to get the 485J supplement. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Awesome. Uh, great. Thank you, Next, Rahul. Thank you so thank much. You. Next and last caller, please. Sanindranil. Hey, Raul, sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Oh, you, you muted yourself again. You yeah, muted. Can, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay, sorry. So the question is, I have my EAD and advanced parole expiring in March this year, like March 18th. So we mm-hmm. filed renewal back in October, which is still pending. But the question is really that uh, I want to travel to India and for a week's time, right? So the question really is, what happens to the pending applications? Will all both the EAD and 131 be discontinued? I need to file refile it back once I'm in. Or do I definitely? Uh, I'm assuming that you're going to come back on H1B. Uh, H1? Yes, correct. H1. Um, yeah. No, no you definitely EAD will not be abundant. Your green card will not be abundant. The I-131 is where they may deny it. You can refile it if you want to. Okay, got it. So that that I can do once I'm back, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. 
Thank you so much. That's it. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 4.30. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.